Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast um, with myself, Tom, yet again, and my learned colleague across the Zoom call. Hello, uh, it's Alex. Sorry, that again, take, I know this was take two. My first intro came off a bit weird. The second one weren't much better. I'll get better at them as we go along. Um, but yeah, hi. Cool, but rest assured, Alex knows a little bit about what he's written about more than he knows how to introduce himself. Absolutely. This week's podcast is on um, a topic that, that's very close to our hearts at Excel, um, but also one that, that's trending uh, globally if you look at sort of what's going on in google searches and that kind of thing so this week's podcast is all about coaching and specifically what can a coach do for you and the reason why i say it's close to our hearts at excel is because it is such a powerful tool for personal and professional development um you know we use them we use external coaches for our teams uh, at excel we I believe we have a coaching culture within Excel where we help to coach each other. Um, but also when we think about what, what we do as a company where we, we're out to develop people and quite often the clients say to me, you know, how do you embed the learning? Because it's great. We can create amazing programs and learning work, workshops for you. But then how do you make sure it's embedded and applied in the long run? And my answer always is coaching. One-to-one coaching after you've done workshops is by far the most effective way to really embed change in teams and create that behavioral change and, and unlock performance. So, um, yeah, if you can take one thing away from, from today's episode, it is the power of coaching. Um, and then we're going to explore more about um, why that is. So, Alec, in my mind, coaching is one of the single most powerful ways to unlock performance in people. So, you know, what, what was your thinking when when you started writing this blog? So uh, I'm going to take it back right to the very beginning. Uh, so before any words had hit my Word document, um, there was two real reasons to go into coaching. Um, one was just because of, as, as you just said there, um, you know, you can have great learning programs that you're a part of. You can be a part of great workshops and stuff. But coaching is an amazing way of embedding and making sure that those lessons stick with you and uh, and giving you that personalized way forward um, with someone that can just unlock exactly what you're looking to achieve. Um, so it's hugely powerful. And, and what, a, what a great topic to tell people about if they're not already receiving coaching or not even looking at receiving coaching. Um, and secondly, um, it turns out that when you Google the word coaching or coaching culture, Excel appears quite high up the, uh, up the Google rankings. So uh, I thought maybe another blog on that and we can push that up to maybe number one spot. Um, but of course, that wasn't the most important reason. The first one was to inform. Um, and then obviously, yeah, and, and, and like I just said, coaching is an interesting one. Um, so the blog I wrote about today has a model that features throughout, um, which is a common coaching model that coaches um, can use to to structure the conversations they have. So that, that was a big part of it to show people maybe who don't know how to coach or what coaching consists of part of the process. And, um, but also as well, what you can really gain from it, because 
ultimately, as I say, we look at sports is a great way to look at it. A lot of people, even sports and athletes that are at the top of their game, have coaches um, as a way of helping them improve and see where they can improve and, and, and look for ways forward and give them actual methods in order to do that. Um, so why should it be any different in, in all of our professional jobs? Mm. You know, we're not professional sports people. Some of us might be, who knows, but uh, you know, we're pros at something. So why not always look to improve and, and to develop ourselves further? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know we bring up the sporting analogies quite a lot, but I think it is a great way to sort of demystify and um, make terms that can be used in business seem a lot more normal because in sport, you know, feedback we talked about uh, last week. And in this sense, coaching is something that it's just, it's the thing you do. If you're going to be better at a sport, you get a coach, whether that's you just someone who wants to do a little bit better in the gym or, or an elite athlete, everyone has a coach and it, it, it should be the same in business. Really. I think the only difference is generally, if you look at coaches in, in sport, it is subtly different in so much as, I think sporting coaches will often uh, it's often very directive so it's you will bring in suggestions you will tell people how to do things differently to see if you can get better performance so yeah very directive coaching you'll often change the style of how a team operates uh, and that kind of thing whereas in the business context a pure coach is not there to to give you advice or or tell you what to do their job is to I think the word you used and I'll use it again is, is unlock performance in yourself. It is about asking those questions and guiding you to come up with answers and direction for yourself. It's not about someone telling you what to do. That's, that's not coaching in my mind. That's more sort of mentoring. And that is a great thing to also have in an organization, but it is different. Coaching and mentoring are two different things. So, Yeah. And, and we, uh, there was a nice metaphor in the blog. I think it's nice. I wrote it. I'm slightly biased. Um, but there's a there's a metaphor in the blog um, about, you know, splinters. If a splinter is inside you, if that splinter is your way forward, you might push, prod, squeeze. It might not come out. However, if you have the, the right um, techniques to in order to get it out from within, um, then that's a lot more effective, isn't it? And that's what coaching is about. The, your way forward and your and your journey to where you want to be is inside you. However, it's just those questions and those coaching techniques that's going to get it out rather than, you know, trying to force it in every way possible. Yes, an interesting, <laughs> an interesting example. Is the coach the tweezers or is the coach the person who guides you towards the cupboard to get the oh, tweezers out? Very much the latter, yeah. I mean, it depends. You can, I, I'd like to think this metaphor has got many layers to it and it's almost quite philosophical and you could take it whichever way you want. However... I see the coach as the one handing the tweezers. Okay. And uh, yeah, therefore, the tweezers being their questioning and their methods. Okay. Well, I think this metaphor has now run out. So we'll, we'll move swiftly on. I think it ran um, out a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> so for the rest of the blog, um, as I said, the focus is on what can a coach do for you? And we're going to look at, as Alex said, use the grow model to do that. So we're going to go through the four stages within the grow model. It is worth throwing out there now. Grow is not the only coaching model. It's probably the simplest, um, which is why it's used you know, around the world, made famous um, through books published many, many years ago. Um, but there are other ones out there. The cigar model is another one I know is used quite commonly. Um, probably goes into a bit more detail, 
uh, when you're actually working through the cigar model. So, so look it up. I'll put a reference to it both in the um, notes that go with this. So the G from grow is, is about goals. So um, we can all set our own goals, can't we, Alex? I mean, we can, yes. But isn't it great to have other perspectives on it? I mean, uh, you know, obviously it, you have ambition, which is which is great you have places you want to go which is which is awesome but amongst all this kind of momentum that you've built up within yourself do you have an established direction in which you're going to push it all into um because your goals might be what they are because you think that's what you want however a coach is really good at helping you explore uh the reality around those goals why they exist why you think that's what you want what actually you know could that goal have maybe a smaller goal within it which is essential to helping you get to there um, you know, and is that goal actually accurate for what you're wanting? So a coach is there really to help you question. Firstly, it's like going to a doctor. If you went to a doctor and said, this is wrong with me, um, you know, the doctor might take a few steps back and be like, well, hang on a minute. Why, why do you think that? Why, why is that what you think is, is actually the problem? You know, if, if you, if you went to a coach and said, this is my goal, a coach might go, okay, well, that's interesting. Why, why is that your goal? What, what reality, in what reality does that goal exist in? And, you know, potentially, is there even other things that exist within that? Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that's a, a good analogy. And I think coaches can push you to make sure goals are, are truly smart. So again, mm -hmm. I can reference this, but smart goals is, again, one of the most common ways of looking at them. And it's quite hard to set smart goals and a good coach can, can help guide you to make sure you hit all those markers. But also, I think, you know, inevitably inside of all of us in, in certain aspects of life, we're, we're probably very confident and in certain aspects of life, we're probably underconfident. And when we're setting goals, we probably have a natural tendency to do one or the other. And what a coach can do is either push you where, where you need to be pushed uh, if you've set really easy goals for yourself, or indeed they can move on to the R of the reality of it when maybe you're, you know, if you've set yourself a new year's resolution of and they're becoming an uh, elite athlete in the next week and um, they might be able to, to to just make you look at what's achievable and give you a, a, a route to do that 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 yeah is achievable yeah and then and sorry just to to cut in i think you're right because obviously we we might all have goals but they might almost be quite um quite informal you know we have them in mind and we kind of think oh that's kind of where i want to be but yeah, a coach is there to help you refine them as well. Like obviously using, using the smart framework um, and to also kind of come up with some measures as to how with each coaching session, you could look at your progress towards that. Because I think another, another huge motivator in people is seeing their own progress and seeing how they are developing towards where they want to be. So it's kind of taking it as well from the informal, just in your head type thing um, to actually being a tangible, um, almost feeling, but also a measure. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And, and asking those questions that might take you off on directions that maybe you hadn't thought of yourself. So, mm. okay. So the second part of the, the grow model is, is, is reality. And this is all about looking at the, the current state. And I guess looking at that sort of gap analysis between the, the current state of where you're at and the desired state of where you want to go from that goal. Yeah. And when I read about this, I kind of try to reframe it a little bit because I think, obviously, that we've said about it's about exploring reality, exploring the current and desired state. But really, I think it's about discovering the opportunity. 
because your, your current state is obviously everything that's going on around you now and your understanding of that. Your desired state is where you want to be. But that gap between the two is where all that growth is going to happen. So I, to me, it's all about understanding, okay, what are my options? What's the potential here? What, what could I be doing? And that's really exciting, I think. And the, the coach is there to ask questions to help you identify, firstly, where you are now, and then to obviously give you what you need in order to bridge that gap between where you want to be. Um, which, yeah, like I say, when I read about it and when, and when I think back to any time where I've been part of coaching sessions where this has happened, this is where it gets quite exciting. Yeah, definitely. And I think also the point to bring out here is um, whether we're talking about coaching or just the grow model in general is this is not a linear process necessarily. So often you, you, know, you might go into your coaching session with your desired state. And so you might be looking at the reality of that desired state first and then working backwards to create your, your goals to achieve mm. that. Um, so, I, and though the point of today is what can a coach can do, can do for you and a skill coach will do that and they'll be able to, to pick it up wherever it needs to be picked up and not just say, well, write down some goals and then let's figure out it in a linear process. It's about getting to the, answering every step of the, the model as you go through it yeah absolutely and that, and you know what that's that's a key thing there because a lot of people i think sometimes get frustrated with uh, i think we've mentioned this word a few times but the lack of direction perhaps they're not sure where to go next and i think you know obviously when you look at grow we're starting with goals but you might not have any in mind you know we spoke about the informality behind people's goals but what if you have no yeah. direction which you know to push in and like you say there you then might come in with the frustrations that you're experiencing of your current reality and, and where you're at and then your coach can then help you define your direction from there so you're right yeah it's the fluidity of of the models obviously essential yeah great great point probably one of the most common reasons people will reach out to professional coach is because you know you want something but you don't know what that something is yeah or even when you feel like you've reached a certain point where you think, okay, where can I go from here? Like, I, I feel like maybe I'm at a good level, but what can make me great? Um, you know, it could be that, yeah, you just feel like you're not improving and you need greater instruction as to how you could improve. But also as well, what about, you know, when, when you feel like you've almost reached the top, where can I even go from here to get even better? So, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So reality. So we've got that, that vision of where we want to want to get to. And then the next element of, of where a coach can help you is to look at the O, which is the option. So that is the, you know, what are the various ways in which you can achieve that, that desired state. And I think, again, this, is, this can be one of the most powerful parts of a coach because a good coach will not just take your first answer of how you're going to get somewhere. They will ans ask those probing questions, um, ask those questions that remove boundaries. You know, if X wasn't an issue, what would you do to achieve your, your goal? Um, to really broaden your horizons in, in how to achieve things and make you think a little bit differently. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, first off, the question could be quite a a simple one it could literally be well what can you do to achieve this and i do find that when i've been in coaching sessions this is where things can get slightly uncomfortable which is good because obviously that's what you want yes, but it, sometimes you're like okay right well i could i could say go on a, a course i could i could read a book about it i could get involved in this that and the other but then a coach might ask okay right okay well what else 
And then you start realizing actually how many options there are. And then, like you say, the, the follow-up question might be, well, okay, how effective do you think this could be? And it's a great way of reflecting and, and thinking about, you know, obviously there's a, there's a plethora of choices out there, but what one's right for you, which one matches perhaps the way you learn or, or your circumstances going back to the reality and um, what is the best way forward? I think a coach in this sense as well could recommend, um, but I think the questioning and, you know, just, just like you say, following up with questions, just helping you think pretty deeper than you would if you were to ask yourself, that's what's key here. Yeah. Cool. And then you've started to touch on the, the, the W, which I think if we're quoting directly from the godfather of coaching, uh, Sir John Whitmore, is well. But I always think of this one as the way forward. Um, I think that's a bit clearer on what it means. <laughs> this is where your coach will, will help you define an action plan. Mm. Again, they're not going to tell you what the action plan is, but they're going to make sure you have a defined action plan. So you know where you want to go and you, you've figured out the best option for getting there. And this is the, okay, so how much time have you got to do that? Um, when will you achieve step A and B and C by? Um, and then they can hold you accountable to those once you've agreed um, the steps with your coach, which I guess is, is also very important. Yeah. And the way I like to look at it as well is it adds healthy pressure. Like you said, I mean, we can all, you don't just want to pay all your goals and aspirations lip service by just talking about them and then not acting. I think a key part of taking coaching sessions is, you know, obviously you're going to have more than one coaching session. So with each session, it'd be good to talk about your progress, how you're working towards your, your, your dreams and, and where you want to be. And I think by, by talking through them and having, like you say, uh, an action plan or, or, you know, oh, by next time, hopefully we'd have started doing this and then we can start to look at this. Um, it, it does add pressure because without, obviously you don't want overbearing pressure. It's not like we're, you know, I'm thinking back to being back at school where you haven't done your homework and the lesson is about five minutes before and you're quickly scribbling down everything you know and just hoping that it's fine. Um, we're talking about healthy pressure and um, yeah, just keeping you moving towards those goals and keeping the momentum going. Absolutely. And it, you know, it's, it's driving accountability and whether that's in yourselves or, you know, we talk about this as a tool within a business, everyone wants to drive accountability into the business and coach can help you do that. But if you think personally, you know, often a coach is going to push you into uncomfortable places. And as we've said, that's where you grow. That's a great place to be, but generally in uncomfortable places, you will find things that you, you may be put off because of that uncomfortable feeling and, you know, I know when I've worked with coaches, this is one of the most important things is I've got a plan with them. And then I come back to my next coaching session and they say, so did you achieve what you said you were going to do? And I say no, because. Uh, and they can either help you explore those because or they can just ask that powerful question of what stopped you. Yeah. And um yeah, tying back into that, I think for me, whenever I think about this step, it's the feeling about saying no that I don't like. It's like, obviously, there's they've, they've helped you in order to establish some ways forward. And obviously, I don't know whether this is healthy or not, but I almost feel like I owe it to them to then get going and then to start. And it's exciting as well. I think when you leave a coaching session, you feel like you've really achieved something and you've made a breakthrough. And look, this is this is something now that you can go and do from the moment you leave. Let's go and do it. And you... I. I I personally almost feel like when I've had a coaching session, they've given me so much that I almost owe it to them to, to, to go ahead with what I've said I'm going to do and, and to start my action plan. 
yeah, whatever works for you, whether that's because you owe them or or they've just built that fire inside you to do it for yourself. Man. Yeah, as I say, it doesn't sound particularly healthy to say I do things because I feel like I owe them to people. Um, but, <laughs> but, but you do feel like there's a connection between yourself and the coach and, and perhaps a rapport, which I think is a hugely important element of coaching. And, you know, because of that, you do feel like, right, okay, for our next session to be even better than the first one and for them to continue giving me great value, then this is my part of the deal. And actually, I'm doing it for me as well. So why, why would I not want to do it? And it's part of the process, isn't it? You, you, they're, they're, you probably need them to push you a bit harder to get things started. And then once the momentum's gone and you see the benefits it brings, it, it becomes uh, self-perpetuating. So, Absolutely. Awesome. So that was a, a run through the, the grow model. And I think you know the question we started with is what, what can a coach do for you? And yes, so they can help you define realistic goals. They can uh, push you to to really understand what your desired state is, fill in those gaps for how you're going to achieve that and help you and hold you accountable to those to the action plan of how you're going to achieve it. I do think we're scratching the surface of what coaches can do for you here. This is one, uh, you know, you could apply this to a very tangible development area um but equally you know this might be a i don't know i i some lack some self-confidence or something like that you know it's a very intangible thing but coaches are the ones that ask you those powerful questions to understand well where does that come from what is the reality again because the reality is you shouldn't be uh, underconfident and um all sorts of things so i think i'm now waffling because i honestly do <laughs> No, I, I actually think you've just made a good point because sorry, I know that you're trying to wrap up. <laughs> but, but no, you're right. I think a coach as well, thinking about what a coach can do from you, for you from an emotional point of view as well, is that if you're, it's about your relationship with areas of development, like you just said there, if you're lacking confidence and it's, it's becoming a big problem to how you live and how you work and things like that, you, you, you're probably feeling quite insecure about it and you're probably just trying things almost quite desperately to improve. Whereas a coach can give you level-headed, logical advice and can help you, like I say, well, almost not advice, guidance. They can, they can help you find it yourself and yep. kind of remove a lot of that stress and, and pressure that you've put on yourself internally to, to be able to solve it. Um, so you said you were waffling. Actually, you just touched on a good point that I don't think we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, and you can have those conversations confidentially as well. There are different ways to do coaching. If you have an internal coaching culture, then maybe you don't have official sort of contract set up, but you might. Um, if you use external coaches, you know, at Excel, any coaching would always be completely confidential. So also you can have those completely honest conversations that maybe you might not have with anybody else um, on those subjects. You know, the coaches will often be the people that say, is is your job actually one that's right for you because your values don't seem to align or, or something like that so mm. but see this is further proof that coaching is such a that this blog could have been about a million words long because even in our conclusion we're finding more points to talk no, about you're waffling on good points <laughs> is my is what i think right now. i don't think it's waffling if it's good points um but the point there though is there are there is kind of different types of coaching so we won't go into them now let's let's do another blog we, in fact we have another blog on coaching culture right yeah so that okay little spoiler 
Um, actually, the blog's already up on the website, so it's not a spoiler. No. But yeah, we've done but a blog about go into because that is about a community of people who have the fundamental understandings of going through coaching, and then you go to the other end of the scale where you bring in you know highly trained, qualified expert coaches mm-hmm. who will push you. And I think they they can do the same 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 but different. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Right. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for everyone that listened. I hope we didn't waffle too much, um, but you get the passion that we have of how important coaching can be. And um, what I would really welcome is any conversations with anybody about coaching. It is something we can help with at Excel, whether you want to train to be a coach or or get that coaching culture. Um, But equally, if you just want to have a chat to get our views, we're, we're always happy to. Absolutely. Thanks for joining again, Alex. Ah, always happy to. And we will speak to you again in a week or two.